Are you struggling in your faith? Are you pretending you're happy but stuck in a spiritual rut? Are you tired of listening to famous pastors and preachers who make it sound so easy? Welcome to Broken Catholic, the number one Protestant and Catholic voice in America. I talk about the important things that nobody else is talking about, like how to align with God's plan for your life, because I believe this is where 90% of Christians get stuck. And I tackle the negative self-talk that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are brave Protestants and Catholics who share their struggles, their fears, and their daily holy habits that help them win in their spiritual lives. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a broken Catholic and former atheist and a spiritual coach to Christian business owners and CEOs who are married with children. This show was created for you, the broken Catholic, who's pushing to get your spouse, your kids, and yourself to heaven. Wherever you are in your spiritual journey, you're just one surrender prayer away. Today, my featured guest is Tommy Breedlove. He is a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author of the book, Legendary, and an Atlanta-based business relationship and mindset coach who is a regular featured keynote speaker at global events. He serves clients and audiences by empowering them to build and live legendary lives. He's going to tell us all about it. What does that actually mean? (laughs) I know you want it, BC Nation, but what does it mean to live it? What price do you have to pay to go all in with a legendary life? Mm -hmm. So Tommy guides uh, them, you, to build a lasting legacy, work in your zone of brilliance, obtain financial confidence, and live with meaning and balance. You can find him at TommyBreedlove.com, TommyBreedlove.com. Tommy, welcome to Broken Catholic, the number one podcast on iTunes for Protestants and Catholics. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro really quick, would you? <laughs> so the, the only gap that I can think of, Joseph, first of all, so grateful and humbled to be here, brother. And uh, the only gap that I see in that intro, man, is that uh, I'm aspiring to also live and build and live a legendary life and that this is a journey and that I walk side by side with you. Not no guru or person behind you. I'm the guy who's get, putting his pants on just like you every other day and striving to live with purpose, meaning, significance, and just be a little bit better than I was yesterday, man. So I'm, I'm humbled mm. to be here, brother. That's awesome. Welcome to the show. So take a minute, share something personal about you uh, that very few people in your business life actually know. Well, I think in my business life, so I've done a really nice job of um, being as authentic and vulnerable as I possibly can be. I think right now, one of my biggest struggles in life um, that I don't share probably as much that I need help with is surrendering. You know, and what, you know, just, just letting go and trusting that, you know, God and, and everything that it is has a bigger and better plan. And the moment I start forcing or over pushing or getting out of balance and not living my truth and start trying to make things happen to meet these goals and, and looking at myself as why do I need that, that, that whatever, whatever that goal is and surrendering and letting go. And so to my, over my left shoulder, which people can't see is a giant word surrender. And that's not quitting, but letting go, letting God be in charge, take action with intention and let it go. And it's been a, it's been a lifelong struggle, brother. So that's probably what people don't know about me right now is uh, every day in my gratitude journal, I'm writing, um, thank you, Tommy, for taking action with intention and surrendering. And that's just a reminder that, hey, put this out into the world, surrender, surrender, let go. So that's what people probably don't know about me right now. It's brilliant. We're all struggling with it. And 
for whatever reason, God put you on the, the show with the guy who specializes in surrendering. And that's the number one thing I teach in all my coaching is the surrender principle, right? I coined mm-hmm. it and everything. And it's how do you actually, what does it look like to take God as at his biblical promises to actually put all your faith in him for your finances, for his provisions, for all of it? How do you go from a life of self-reliance to a life of God-reliance? What does that actually look like? What's the mechanism that will take you there? Because deep down as men, women too, we crave it. We're not just wired for it. We're made for it. We're made for surrender to God. And that's why nothing else satisfies, right? What shows up for you in that, bro? So if I, what shows up for me is, um, the constant reminder. Um, I like to say I'm a recovering perfectionism perfectionist (laughs) and that the only thing that I'm truly in control of is my thoughts, actions, and attitudes, the choices that I make each and every day. And that if I trust and have faith, right. And you know, we all struggle with that at times in our life is just trust, let go, have faith, have vulnerable, honest conversations about it with guys like you. Um, to know that I'm not alone in my struggle. I think so many of us think we're alone in our struggles, our desires, our thoughts, our insecurities, our fears. And so for me, it's just a constant reminder. And here's the truth, brother, is every time I try to push and not surrender and force and fight, and I just get kicked in the head pretty hard, <laughs> rightfully so. <laughs> and when I let go, you know, through prayer, through meditation, through authentic conversations, um, through reminders and accountability to myself and my values. It, it just, it just always works out for the best. And, and we were talking offline, Joseph, one of the things, um, you know, <clears throat> I come from a, a scarcity based family, you know, mm-hmm. there was never going to be enough and a lot of fear, a lot of financial insecurity. I grew up pretty humble beginnings and my wife and I, thank God she's on the abundant side of life, <laughs> which helps balance me out. Right. Um, we just did a significant purchase up there in, in North Georgia and for us to trust and believe and have faith and know this is something bigger than ours. And I would have never in a million years thought that was possible in my life. Mm. And the, the surrendering and letting go and, and letting that grace in is what has allowed us to do that. And so it's just a, a constant reminder. And it's also humbling, right? To have some humility and humble and you be humble in life too. It really is, right? I think that's why God wants us dependent on him. Because when we're not, we start to take credit for our blessings, for the favor. And we take our eyes off of him and we look to the world and say, look what I did. Mm. Check me out. Mm. I did that. I worked hard. I put in the 18-hour days. Me, me, me. Not realizing that, yeah, we put in the effort, but God created the results, the outcomes. The word deserve. Yeah. What a crazy word that is. I deserve this. <laughs> I'll tell you what I deserve based on my poor choices over my life. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Is that the word? I deserve this, you know, and I think it's hard too. And something that we don't, I think it's becoming more and more evident is, you know, the Instagram fabulous, the Facebook fabulous, the LinkedIn vanity. And, you know, it's a whole battle of envy and pride, right? Envy is I want to be like this and perfect like them and have what they have. And it's just all ego. And there's no God in that. And then there's pride. Well, I'm better than them, you know, and that's all <clears throat> those things are just disgusting. And so, um, and I'm saying that to me, not to the audience. To the audience. <laughs> We're saying it to you, BC nation. <laughs> Tommy's just swinging punches. <laughs> I'm also saying it to myself, you know, look, to, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm in the job where I get to look in the mirror all day long. All right, Tommy, you're coaching this. You're, you're talking about this, but brother, you're not doing it. <laughs> so Tommy, <laughs> let's, it. let's go there for a second. Where do you feel you're showing up as an imposter in your own life? <laughs> You would have asked me that last year, I would have said in my marriage. 
And I do a lot of relationship coaching. Mm. I felt like I allowed my marriage to become a business partnership Mm. as opposed to a friendship of love and marriage and and equality. I think um, sometimes resentment kicked in and I saw it's kind of crazy. The person that I've been with now, 25, married 20 years and with 25 years, um, that, uh, that seeing her as the enemy, how crazy is that? Mm. Maybe putting her, like putting clients, business, life. I mean, I don't know where she was on the list, but she was way down. Um, and reprioritizing that, re-seeing my wife, the little girl, the love of my life, the one I want to take to dinner, my best friend. And she truly is my best friend. But not seeing her as a business partner or a competitor. And in some situations, taking her for granted. And the, the, the saddest thing to say is every now and then, seeing her as an enemy. And I'm like, what? She's just here for you, man, unconditionally. And um, that's that's my limiting beliefs. That's my childhood. That's that not surrendering. All of that kicked in. I would say that last year where I would say, um, and I've worked hard on that with my mentors, my coaches, my journaling, my prayers. Um, I've got 11 men to kick me in the face on a regular basis and ask me about it. So that helps. And I'm sure you pay them to do that. (laughs) I do. (laughs) So that you'll actually take their advice because you want to get your money's worth. I do. And, uh, but also it comes down to my personal accountability and my value system. So that's where I would said, um, right now, um, I, I guess where maybe I'm not showing up is I have certain expectations of others um, that are expectations on myself, especially in the political, social, and, um, goodness realm. Mm. And I'll hold them with my thoughts and my words, super accountable to something that I see in myself that I take it out on them and not me. And Mm. so, you know, it's interesting. I think we live in a mirror is when something that someone else does is so intolerable, but you know, we're doing it ourselves. And so that I just need to, um, live with grace, gratitude, and love and see the goodness, learning and love in everyone and stop the darn judging. Um, Cause what I'm really doing is judging myself and I, you know, I'm, they're not the enemy and I'm not the enemy. And so I think those are the two areas, man. That's as, that's as honest and raw as I can get brother. <laughs> that is very real. And thank you. I acknowledge you for being that transparent BC nation. Did Tommy bring up something in you? Did he bring up something that you dislike? about yourself that you're projecting on others and then making them wrong about it. Yeah. We try to control others because we're not willing to take responsibility for our own behavior. Isn't that true? Mm. We do it with our wives, our husbands, our kids, our employees, random people on social media. And then we duck and hide because you're a bunch of trolls. (laughs) Right? Like think about that for a second. We're not willing to go in and do the bleeping work on ourselves, mm. So we tell others to change them mm. so that we have some feeling of control because the truth is deep down, we all feel powerless, don't we? Mm. Powerless over our own lives, our outcomes, our relationship with God, our finances, our marriage, our parenting, all of it. We feel powerless. Just admit it. Own it. Tommy did. I do. It's your turn. Amen, brother. Right? Am I am I off here, Tommy, or, or am oh, I speaking we, right to it? You're speaking right to it, and um, I think having these conversations, and I think what we're doing right now is giving people the gift to go in second. It takes someone to stand up and say, "I don't have all this figured out. That I, I I need help. I don't have the answers. I have questions. I have fears. I have insecurities. I have faults. Um, help! 
And I love what you said, lean in and do the work. And I'm a firm believer in building your heart, mind, and spirit muscles. Work on it every single day, every single day. Journaling, prayer, prayer, readings, affirmations, you name it, I'm doing it. And uh, so that I can be a little bit better each and every day and to lean in and do the deep work and look within and know that we don't have it figured out, that we're humans, that we need to live with forgiveness, compassion, but to ourselves, <laughs> you know, for real, also, but so yeah, me, no, we're not alone. Right. Let me ask you a very revealing question here because you're in the self-improvement peak performance space. Yes. Yes. Okay. I've spent all my twenties and thirties in self-development and doing the inner work and letting go of all that generational dysfunction. Skadooge. I didn't create, but man, it was put on me. Those shackles. And for me, self-improvement only got me so far. But it didn't take me all the way. Like I came up short of the finish line every single time. And I'm just wondering, is it the same for you? Has it been the same for you? And if you could be real and honest, because I know it is your profession, yeah, and it may be a, a little like, oh, I'm not sure I want to put a ding in that, that shiny look of that thing. But self-development, where does it fall short in your own life? Where something's missing? And you're, you're an expert. You've done yep. it all. You've yep. paid the top guys out there. They've coached you. Still do. <laughs> Still do. Where does it fall short in your number one struggle, like surrendering, letting go? Like, where does it fall short, dude? I think where it falls short right now is, um, and maybe this will be a lifelong journey for me, is unconditional self-love, self-confidence, and self-respect. Um, similar to you, I, you know, I'm accountable to all of my actions and choices, um, but you know, I come from pretty tough, tough start. And as a puppy, I was taught that I was not lovable, was not good enough in physical and a whole bunch of other ways that not worth talking about. But to this day, um, not letting, you know, I had a mentor tell me one time that uh, don't be mean to me. That's my job. Mm -hmm. And where I fall short is what I love about what I do for a living is I get to own that. I get to say, brother, I'm walking right next to you. You're struggling with that right now. I'm struggling with that right now. Here's the tools that I'm showing up with and sharpening or unsharpening or putting this tool down and picking this tool up is knowing that none of us, even the guru of the gurus, I think there was one person that actually had it all figured out. And I think this podcast is based on that. JC, our, our man. And JC, so, what's our up? man, <laughs> our man. But for the rest of us, you know how shiny we are or how what we put out on Facebook is. I think the best coaches in the world struggle. I think they, they talk about their struggles. I think that we don't have it all figured out, that I want to be a better husband, a better father, a better leader, a better man. I want to love myself a little more because I hear there's unconditional love out there. So, why, you know, from God, why can't I lighten up on myself a little bit, give myself a little credit, not move to the next thing? And so for me, the constant battle um, is self-respect, self-love, knowing that, I'll never get to perfectionism. I'm never in control and um, like life. And here's the truth, brother. And it's, I have to remind myself this too, man. Life is so preciously short. Um, and it is just one giant goodbye. <laughs> and for me, and maybe this is the, and I'm just trying to think of all of them that come to mind because these are great questions. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this too, is <clears throat> letting go, surrendering and enjoying the moment. Um, and all that, the blessings that I have and where I've come and where, where I've been is, uh, it's a struggle. Um, but it's a struggle that I'm worth, I'm, I'm prepared to 
to, to work on every day of my life, man. So that's where I would say it shows up the most for me. That's awesome, man. Thanks for going there. Why is it not easier for you just to conform <laughs> to be comfortable? Man, I don't know what comfort is. So I, that's <clears throat> when I figure out what comfortable is, um, I don't know. I think what I love about ambition and drive is that it's the place of innovation. It's the place of justice. It's the place of always working to help make yourself people and the planet a little bit better. Um, it's just my jam. However, there's a difference between gratitude and contentment, right? Or why don't I just conform? And so someone who spent 20 something years in the financial consulting and public accounting industry, if you live in that world, they want you in a box. They want you to talk a certain way, look a certain way. And it's all about money, 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 and people in something are second. Well, that was a, it was soul sucking for me. And it almost cost me everything from my life to my wife to everything. I mean, it literally almost cost me everything hmm. chasing the almighty dollar or fitting in or wearing that shiny suit every day or driving a certain car they mandated. And it, it almost killed me. Um, Cause there's something in my, my life that always says there's something more, there's something better, you know, live with purpose and meaning and impact and go out there and do it. So I don't think I'm built to conform. Um, I just don't think it's in my genes. You know, I am a humanity loving person. Um, I give sometimes to a, to a fault. We talked about that before the show. We have to say no. Um, I don't want to conform brother. I want to constantly push my boundaries, but I also want to rest. I want to laugh. I want to love and I want to um, have fun along the way. And that goes back to the struggle that I'm having. And so, um, you know, but coming on shows like this and getting down and getting real, it's all the goodness, man. It's why we do this. Right. That's right, man. Someone booked you on the, the surrender guys podcast. Like what? <laughs> and that's the number one struggle. What? <laughs> Come on now. It's Come literally on. written right there to four feet from my left shoulder. <laughs> so cool. So cool, man. All right. Speak to me about some of the clients you get to work with as far as what they're dealing with. Um, what has been one or more of the top tools you've given them in these types of struggles that you're dealing with yourself that take them from unworkability to workability? Yeah. So I'm very blessed because of my prior background, being an international practice leader, a board member, a senior partner at a big financial firm that I get credibility and I've gained credibility with some very powerful men. And uh, I'm mostly my, my message is universal, but I deal with men because some of the things they come to me for, here's what they come to me for. And this is the truth. They don't know it. So you sell them what they want. They want to be a better leader. They want to be more powerful. They want to make more money and they want status and respect. That's what these men want. The truth. And if they say otherwise they are lying. Um, so whether that's more time, a better network, more money, a better leader, uh, the next big deal, whatever it is, here's what they need. And this is the truth. Um, they need a better relationship with their family, themselves, and uh, their wives. 100% of them have problems in their relationships, like all of us do, <laughs> by the way. We're not alone. It's peaks and valleys. Um, all of them on some level struggle with self-confidence. Even in that manifests itself in arrogance or buying the third Porsche so that I feel important. But really, that's not a solid foundation. So one of the tools I help them get is get on a solid foundation of self-confidence, self-respect, self-love, same stuff, by the way, that I'm struggling with um, through tools of gratitude, forgiveness, letting go of the past, meditations, prayer. And it's not if life happens, it's when. And so if the cars or the status or the money or God willing, hopefully this doesn't happen, the family goes away. What are you standing on? Are you standing with God? Are you standing on a solid foundation? Mm -hmm. Are you doing the inner work? So 
the, the tools that we talk about and give is to help them be more confident, more courageous, more loving men, which by the way, that's the surrender piece that you and I keep talking about. And when we get there, it's amazing what appears in our lives from success to peace of mind, to happiness, to love, to better leaderships, to better business opportunities. And so um, it's a, it's a dance that I play with these ambitious. And by the way, when, when men show up with, <clears throat> without confidence, it shows up in arrogance. It shows up in certainty. It shows up in, I know it all can't ask for help. And by the way, the guys who can't ask for help, they ended up, they end up imploding. And so there's a billion tips we give and do. And when people work with me, whether it's in a mastermind group or one-on-one setting, I have certain non-negotiables. I'm going to give you what they are is they must do a formal gratitude practice. We must work on forgiveness you need to start meditation. So become proactive and not reactive, right? To be more present. And we work on certain spiritual muscles. So we, I require them every single day. And there's certain readings every day from the, the Bible to the daily stoic and some other stuff. We've got this 30 to 45 minute process that we start rewiring the not good enoughs, the can't do's, the what if they figure out I really don't know what I'm doing and all that stuff that's in our heads and minds. I require that they do that. Because if they're not doing that, if they're not willing to look in the mirror and to be a little bit better emotionally, mentally, spiritually, none of this external stuff is going to matter. So it's, those are some of the tools that I require. And then depending on the person and what they've been through and where they're going and where they want to go and their aspirations and truly building them a life, you know, legendary is not something that we give to ourselves because people would make laugh at us like, oh, oh Tommy Breed loves a legend. We're like, whatever, dude. But whatever that life of your dreams, that legendary life looks like for you, that other people We'll give to you, hey, he was a legend in goodness. He was a legend in giving. He was a legend in love. He was a legend in helping people surrender. It was whatever that life looks like. Let's build all the systems and tools to get there. But it starts with you and the inner game first. And I'm, I'm absolutely advocate for that. Mm. Huge, powerful BC Nation. Tommy Breedlove. This guy's a rock star. I like him. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the long, wavy rock star hair too, man. <laughs> Tommy, real question before we wrap up this conversation. Where are you currently resisting God working in your life right now? Where am I currently resisting God and working in my life right now? BC Nation, same question for you as Tommy's sitting with that. Sit with it yourself. Here's the hint. It's typically the area of your life that's not working Mm. or you wish was working better. I'm going to go back to this. I think, um, and I love what your podcast is and what it stands for is um, certain brands of, you know, I'm, I've been heavily involved in uh, some Christian masterminds, heavily involved. And uh, seeing the love, light, and goodness and not judging, I have certain core beliefs, right, wrong, or indifferent about equality, um, about people having, what would JC do, right? And the love, the, the, the showing way. And, um, I have a real problem and this has been a lifelong problem that when I perceive that people are bullying people in the name of God, Hmm. that I become the bigger bully. And that is not who I am and what I want to stand for. It's a struggle. And when I feel that there's, and I'm no judge, I'm no juror, I'm not the authority. I'm still trying to figure everything out. But when I see bullying of any type, especially in the name of God, I can become a very big bully myself. And I need myself, my family, my friends, my network, my mastermind 
guys that I pay to, to help me to just keep me on the tracks, man. And so that's where it's showing up for me is not, not becoming what I hate. And hate is a very strong word for me. I don't like using it, but I truly do despise bullying of any type. And I don't want to become what I don't like. Mm. It's powerful, 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 powerful. BC nation. What did you come up with? Write it down. Sit with that. Bring it to God this week. I challenge you. Have the real conversation with God. Like own up to what you actually have been holding back from him. Tell him. By the way, he already knows. Shh. He made you. He's in your heart. He already knows. He wants to hear from your lips. Mm. Just like any father wants their child to come to them and tell them what they're really dealing with, what they're really feeling. Even if they're angry at dad, come tell me you're angry. Share it. Get it all out. Our Heavenly Father is the same. So I just challenge you this week, take it to God, have an open, honest, raw, real conversation with him. His shoulders are bigger than the world. He can mm. take it. Mm. Beautiful. So many, right, Tommy? So many times we think like God's this fragile piece of glass. Oh, I can't say anything but holy <laughs> things to him. Who the bleep are you? Right. <laughs> right? Uh, humanize God. Right. He's God. <laughs> like... It makes me laugh sometimes. And I'm speaking to myself and my own past, right? Because I used to do that. It's Same like, man. oh, I couldn't get honest with God. No. Let me just keep showing up pretending I trust him, but not actually trusting him. Like you said, was, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. Yeah. All right. So we're speaking with Tommy Breedlove. You can find him at TommyBreedlove.com. Tommy, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the confession round. Yeah. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. You like God. fun. Are you ready? I'm ready to rock. All right. What's your favorite thing about God? Love. What's your least favorite thing about God? Fear. Got it. What are you most afraid of? Dying. Dying. Yeah. Which well, how crazy is that? That is interesting, sir. There's we, some... could, we could do 10 episodes on that one. I was just thinking that. I'm like, there's some conflict of interest there, buddy. Oh, yeah, totally. There's surrender, con- right? Surrender. Yeah, there's a Faith. few contradictions in there. That's interesting. Faith, surrender. It's truth. All right. And I typically ask uh, your number one struggle, but I think you've shared it uh, very courageously, uh, surrendering and letting go. Mm. Um, what did you spend way too much time doing this past year? Social media, for sure. Letting all that junk in? Oh, garbage in, garbage out. Look at that, huh? What secret fear do you have about people? That I'm, I, people scare me, honestly. And so my secret fear is the selfishness. Like we are very selfish creatures and it's just amazing, including myself. Hmm. What, do you wish you had, what do you wish you had learned sooner about God? The love part. I was taught to fear God and fear, unconditionally fear God. I, the love part. No one, everyone failed to tell me that and told me that I was really a horrible person and I believed it. And so the love part is what it's kind of the whole thing. <laughs> it's kind of the whole thing. Tommy, <laughs> I mean, we must have grew up in the same neighborhood or next door to each other because <laughs> I, I was raised the same way, right? Yeah. And uh, more of a God as a tyrant yeah, to be totally. feared, right? Which is more the Muslim. Um, approach, right? God is ruler, master, but not father. Right. And not right? friend, not father, not guide. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. What's a new habit you want to create in your life? 
the new habit I'm creating this year, we're going to, we'll say surrender, but the new habit is um, every week uh, we take a look back on the week and every night I'll, I'll even go a step further every night. And every week we look back on the day and week with gratitude helps us get present, helps us know what we have, what we've accomplished and where we're going. And so gratitude is the, the biggest habit this year, but taking gratitude on steroids. Got it. What's a bad habit you want to break? Oh, to eating. I, uh, I, you know, if it's bad for you, it's a thing for me. I love pizza and ice cream and cake. I also like to exercise, which is a good thing. Um, but man, just balancing out. So I don't have to have wings and pizza six days a week. You know, maybe have a salad, brother. Have a salad, brother. Because I'm getting older and I can't work it off as good as I used to. <laughs> Preach. Preach, man. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Uh, a seeker. Um, a listener. And truly a lover. Got it. Pick three words to describe who you were before you started surrendering to God. Scared little boy, <laughs> insecure, and as a result of those two, arrogant. Man, I think you just summed up like, I don't know, 99.8% of men. <laughs> yep. And last question, Tommy, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family, your wife, your kids, your friends in the eye, give them only one piece of advice about everything, all of it, life, eternity, love, happiness, all of it. What would you say to them? Participate in your own rescue. That's what I would say to them. Um, you know, God can guide you, um, but eventually you've got to look in the mirror and know that's the problem and the solution. And all the answers are out there, but we must participate in our own rescue and, um, find the lifeboat, swim to safety. It's the old cliche, you know, God help me and the helicopter and the boat and the people come and God help me is you've got to participate in your own rescue. That's brilliant. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about deepening the relationship with God and surrendering finally to him for real versus not? Yeah, I think, I think it's, uh, these things go hand in hand. Um, and this, this whole discussion has reminded me of this is we are not alone. Don't think you're some unlovable freak who's not valuable, lovable. Um, that's not true. God loves you. It's just time to start for you, loving you a little bit, um, that you're not alone in your fears, insecurities. And, um, regardless, like we were talking about, no matter what you've been through or mistake you've made is you can always stop living the story you tell yourself and start living your life. No, you're not alone and start, stop living that story that's been told to you or you tell yourself and start living your life. Amen, brother. All right, BC Nation, we have had the honor, the privilege of hanging out today with Tommy Breedlove. He's a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author of the book, Legendary. Tommy, where can BC Nation go get your book? It is at all of your favorite bookstores in any format that you want. If you like my Southern accent, I'm the one reading it to you if you get the Audible. Um, if you want electronic, it's in every version on demand and hardback, soft cover, all your favorite bookstores. I don't want to say which one because the other ones get mad. <laughs> um, but yeah, please check it out. It, I've put every ounce of heart, soul, blood and goodness I had into it. It's a, it's a fun, quick, but actionable read. I think you'll really enjoy it. Tommy Breedlove, thank you for being on Broken Catholic. I wish you God's love, peace and joy in your life, sir. Yeah, be well, my brother. What an honor to be here. Cheers. BC Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your life without building faith in your business. 
If you want the business side of that conversation, I have another podcast called First 100K, where I interview successful entrepreneurs about how they made their first $100,000, because that's where I believe 90% of you are stuck and you can't break through. Go to first100k.com to find out how. I'm Joseph Warren. You were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day and I'll see you right back here next week.